0: My name is Jonathan Howe. In the year 2016, I created a podcast to talk about my two loves, Geekdom and Tokusatsu. My original co-host left, and it seemed as though the podcast would die. Then, a new member arrived in the form of Sean, and the podcast was given new light. Since then, it has been growing strong, and we believe that it can become something bigger. It will become something bigger. We are GTP. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Geekish Podcast. Podcast. Uh, I am the first host, John Fu. I'm here with my co host.
1: Hi, it's the usual dude. That's my name. That's all. No, I'm kidding. It's Sean. You know. You know me.
0: Pineapple Sean.
1: I'm Shattered Sean right now, still. Courtesy of the Shattered Grid. Shattering all my expectations. That's fair. And Tommy. Too soon?
0: (laughs) I don't think that'll ever be too soon.
1: (laughs) Because our current Tommy death count is two. Uh, Cannot say... That we know of. That we know of. So Turbo Tommy and Dino Thunder Tommy might be dead.
0: Well, see, I mean... I mean, like I said, technically there's a Tommy in everyone. In every, like, instance. Except for in the Dino Charge timeline
1: and RPM timelines.
0: That's Yeah, that's fair.
1: Because I think the Power Rangers didn't really exist in either of those before then, which really complicates oh, things. Probably not. Yeah. However, Jungle Karma Pizza is still a thing in the RPM universe. Confirmed.
0: Yep. So RJ exists. Whether or not he has powers or not is completely unknown
1: it's just good that he's still making weird ass pizza recipes yep but that's Um, not what we're here to talk about
0: (laughs) um so first we're probably gonna jump into some news because there have been a few things since we last recorded though when the episode when this episode goes up it'll probably be shortly after the last one because I'm a shitty person and just get lazy and don't edit things when they should be done so there's that Um, well
1: I mean the last thing we did was what me watching us watching turbo yeah and like in space and by this time that we're recording I'm already done with lost galaxy so yeah you know some time so has how passed. How lazy I am! Well, also, I literally took care of Lost Galaxy
0: in like a week. Uh. <laughs> nah. Um. So there have been a few things announced since we last did anything news. Nothing really jaw dropping. Well, maybe somewhat jaw dropping. I guess. Um, we got the announcement of. Um we're getting a Dark Ranger, aka Talon Ranger, aka Death Roger, slash Navy, or Kyoto Navy. Um He's going to be a part of a new group or like the the new group for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, apparently after Shattered Grid or part of the Shattered Grid finale. Um as far as I know, they have I mean like even reading the article there's really not much information. Based on that. Uh, Uh, Okay, there we go. Yeah, now I hear
1: you. Uh, This is going to be weird for you to edit. Uh, um, Now, because... Were you talking the whole time? (laughs) No, my audio was not being picked up by Audacity, because I slightly tweaked something.
0: Oh, well, Uh, I mean, that's that's fine. I was still talking, so it's...
1: Yeah, well, no, like, my audio is going to... There's going to be a weird abrupt stop... And then it's going to pick up immediately Uh, after. And so now... I can...
0: Yeah. I can figure it out.
1: Oh, yeah. All right. Um, Continue.
0: Yeah, we haven't really gotten any information other than that's the new team. Um,
1: A team of loners.
0: (laughs) Do we know if it's going to be... Like, that's going to be the team after Shattered Grid, or that's going to be the team for the finale of Shattered Grid?
1: Uh, it picks up in issue 31. So, Shattered Grid ends... Let's see, there's Shattered. Uh, there's Power Rangers issue 30, and then Shattered Grid finale, and then 31 comes after that. Okay. So, this new story arc is beyond the grid. Um, interesting and there's some fan theories going around that this may actually be our team of rangers but had to give up their powers in order to stop Draken and so these are the closest morphers they could grab and have to go do the ninja quest but then that leaves the whole who the fuck's the green ranger is that Tommy? Is that not Tommy? Who who is she?
0: (laughs) Wait, she.
1: It's just a joke. Oh, okay. Oh, who is she? You know. But um,
0: actually, it would would be interesting.
1: And then other Actually,
0: that that doesn't make sense. They are, they are all their colors. Red, yeah, red, pink, yellow green blue black the th- The
1: only thing being the problems that come with the dark ranger and yellow Zio, those powers are bonded to them so if anyone else takes the thingy they can't use the thingy
0: well if, unless it's
1: a ranger key situation
0: i mean that's also possible um it it would beg the question of does tanya die the if this is you know jason trini Zach, blah 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 would that mean that the Zio Yellow is Trini and the only way she bonded to it is either Tanya gave it up or Tanya died.
1: Who knows? Who like this is two and a half months away at least. Because yeah. this issue's not coming out till September. I think. I think like mid-September, because I think Shattered Grid ends in August, and so I have a feeling that there's going to be, well, Kyle's already going to Morphicon, and so chances are Shattered Grid finale and issue 30 might be given out early. Or at least we
0: do, we do find out information though, apparently, in the next issue of Gogo. That's what uh Parrot said. I would say that the next issue will reveal Gogo number eleven will reveal a lot of information.
1: About so, the Ranger Slayer?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Who she is, relationship with Draken in the second part of the remaining parts of the Gogo Shattered Grid part. Why she is who she is.
1: This is only the beginning of her story, not the end.
0: Yep. Which could maybe mean this isn't the original team, and that's actually the Ranger Slayer Kim. Which would mean, you know, that's Andros and Tanya and... Mike? maybe
1: that's either mike or the actual legit magnet offender and if it is the legit magnet offender this is gonna be hilarious
0: it's even more loner than we thought
1: <laughs> it would make things even more hilarious and the only one's identity that we don't know for sure like is really the dark ranger
0: yeah
1: Thing is, the Dark Energems only bonded t- to two people, really. And by bonded, I mean created an evil copy of. And that was Xeno Wing and Heckle. Yep. And so, given what happens in Dino Charge's finale, Heckle's in charge of the Energem before Sentai 6 gets destroyed.
0: which then that also brings the question of if Dino Charge... I mean, Dino Charge technically can be split into two timelines.
1: Uh Uh-huh. The timeline that Earth got sucked into a black hole, and which... Timeline A is where the Dino Charge Rangers that are in Shattered Grid are being pulled from. So this is pre-finale. Okay. But there still is that post-finale continuity that exists within, I'm going to assume, within Shattered Grid.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, technically speaking, the finale, as you said, the finale of Dino Charge gives you two uh, realities. The one where Earth is you know, black hole and either destroyed or wormhole physics. And it ends up somewhere else entirely or, and then the, the split off of its own continuity with them going back in time. So and
1: literally throwing Sledge into the sun, yeah. which also raises some questions because is heckle already in Sledge's ship? At that point in time? Or... Did Keeper... And if so, did Keeper just send him further back in time? To create a third timeline split to where Sentai-6 isn't destroyed? So then Sledge might have not been thrown into the sun, but the dinosaurs would have still been alive? It's a whole thing.
0: It's a paradox. It's a paradox in, like, the most simplest term... Yeah,
1: and unfortunately, time, at least in this instance, doesn't work like that, because Heckle would have already, Heckle would have faded from time had he had been on Sledge's ship when it was thrown into yep. the sun.
0: That's if we do, like, Back to the Future rules. Or
1: even Doctor Who, like, Whovian sort of rules. Or even, well, most time travel, even if it's like a split timeline sort of time travel, because technically they went back in time on their own timeline. Yeah. Through the Energems. It didn't create a branched timeline until they started fucking with it.
0: So, you know, I mean, you can go back in time and do whatever you want, but if you change events, that's, you know...
1: That like, splits like it. You,
0: like, you could go back in time with a modern-day car and drive around and do whatever you want, but the second a Roman sees you and points that out, that changes history. Yeah. So, I mean... But... Butterfly effect.
1: Yeah. But, like, how the Flash did it with or legends of tomorrow did it um with um the uh the time agents or time they're not time lords time masters there we go Master,
0: yeah
1: time agents are also a doctor who thing um
0: yeah it's a uh, torchwood
1: yeah time masters when they at the very beginning of season one we saw someone go back in time and kill the previous version of someone who committed a crime. And then we saw him just poof out of existence.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, they did that with, uh,
1: they did that with uh, Eobard in, Eobard, yeah, in the flash. So even though the flash is time travel, it gets very confusing further and further on in the seasons. And, because Barry keeps creating alternate timelines, but then the timeline before it no longer exists because reasons. Um, So anytime Barry creates a new timeline in the flash, it just erases the old one, except for little bits and pieces that get forced and shoved into, into it. Ugh. It, complicates it complicates it
0: it's like a fine strainer where it's like you get rid of like 99 percent of the old timeline but that one percent pokes through
1: the one percent being eobard still technically having to exist now even though he's erased from time yep that becomes a fixed moment Which is what Dino Charge kind of did, I guess, to an extent. Because the Energems were still bonded with the Rangers, even though they've traveled back in time 65 million years. So the Energems themselves are outside of time and space. Yep. So even though the Dark Energem was destroyed... In the future, they went back in time and stopped it from being destroyed.
0: Oh, shit. I just opened my mind up to Kabuto. Mm-hmm. Okay, so kind of minor spoilers. Um, I don't know what you know about Kabuto. At nothing.
1: All. Literally okay. nothing.
0: So in, in Kabuto, the power-up they have is the Zector which you put on the side and it's like a switch thing and you hyper cast off and blah 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 the the whole basis around the story was um, it was made by the evil people in charge of the corporation Zect, and uh, Kabuto himself the character had seen himself show up in this new form with the hyper Zektor so he knew he would get it one day and further down one of the main bad guys destroys it. Like he throws it in the air and he shoots at her blows it up somehow. It's destroyed. Mm-hmm. And Tendo, who's Kabuto, stands there and goes Wait, I get it now. It exists out of time and space. So if I will it it will be here. And then he just holds up his hand and it poofs into his hand. And everybody's like, what the fuck, how did you do that? And it's like, well, that's why. Is that when something exists out of time and space, all the normal rules and all the normal laws don't pertain to it. He just pulled it
1: it out of another timeline, essentially.
0: Yeah, basically. Because it exists
1: in all timelines, even when one of it's destroyed. Exactly. Which is... How the whole dark energy thing it it so it's if, time's complicated
0: yeah so so if like heckle's there, and you know they need another source of power theoretically, he could just hold out his hand, think about it, want it to happen, and the dark energy appears in his hand
1: I'm not entirely sure if it completely bonded to him. Or if it just did its evil thing, because it did create Doom Wing off of Xenowing while he was already bonded to the Silver Energem, so it just gave me another thought that the what the Rangers did when they destroyed it could have had a rippling effect to cause the Dark Energem to. Slightly change in the sense that it doesn't do what it initially did anymore. Drug. So it essentially becomes a standard energy, but it's still called the dark energy because that at one point held essentially the concept of all the darkness in the universe and with it it could then bond to heckle or because heckle was already touched by it and snide was subsequently destroyed he can now bond to the energem without having those consequences of having snide being created because he already has that darkness energy inside of him,
0: yeah, it would be an interesting plot point though, if they did do that um somewhere down the road, they pull uh what we'll essentially be talking about later uh the whole um astronomer situation mm-hmm, where like when they went to get the armor. And, like, astronomer po- appeared in front of Korone and was like, we'll choose. And she did. It'll be like that situation where, like, Snide appears. And, you know, Heckle's like, no, that's that's not me anymore. I don't want to be that person anymore, so I'm moving on. And then the Dark Energem turns into... Actually, that would be an interesting way for him to actually get his powers. You know, if the Dark Energem doesn't know what to do you know it's it's confused it wants to like give power but maybe it's changed like you said it's changed the way it used to be so when heckle says no I'm not snide anymore I'm not that person I want to help I want to be a good person now keeper believed in me the others believed in me I want to be a better person and then the gem glows and then like just like does poof turns him into like the dark Ranger,
1: yeah, and in this instance, darkness wouldn't necessarily mean evil, right the reminds me of season four of Digimon Digimon Frontier um There was a character who whose element was darkness. He started off as an evil character but, you know, became good, you know, that that whole trope that happens in Japanese sort of shows animes and the like. Um
0: Well Kiva did it, so
1: Kiva did it, but like you also have to think Dragon Ranger in Jew Ranger and Anytime an evil character becomes good, um but Specifically, his element was dark, and darkness doesn't mean evil. Darkness is just the absence of light. Correct. Now, evil likes darkness, but that's a different philosophical discussion. That will not need to be taken place on this podcast.
0: <laughs> that's a discussion for another day.
1: Yeah. That's... That's going down the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. The rabbit hole is not something we want to go down. But... It's interesting that they're doing this now because they couldn't get talon ranger going and it would be interesting for them to use their ideas of talon ranger for this and while yes the name is kind of silly you have to think of it like this the other energems are colored their names are colors so red energem red ranger graphite energem graphite ranger yeah it's the graphite energem so by that naming logic dark energem dark ranger
0: for for me like it's... i get that that that's a very sound logic and I, <laughs> I i'll stand beside it but power rangers has this thing of making names that make no sense. A la Megaforce and Super Megaforce. (laughs) Like, they sound like names their eight-year-old child came up with. Like, what would you name this character? The Dark Ranger! Perfect. We're doing it, you know? Like, it, 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 it makes it seem like they don't put effort. They just, like... Put names on a dart board and just throw a dart and be like, that's good enough, let's just go with that.
1: Yeah, and I get that. You just have to think of it like, they sort of missed out on the chance to use this ranger when they had the ideas for it. I'm pretty sure they did have the movie... Like, the licenses for the movie for this. Because why the fuck wouldn't they?
0: Yeah. Well, because... Did, I mean, technically...
1: Well, he also well, appeared in one episode, if I'm not mistaken. No. Or, or no? Death Ruger no. was movie and...
0: Death Ruger was movie only... The Navy Ranger was in the one hundred years after only. Okay. Um, we got the one episode of Kyoto where the 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 Zord, I'm just gonna use that word, appeared. The Tobospino.
1: Okay.
0: He appeared because they basically made it based on the events after the movie. So like D, the 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 Deimos, the evil dude who transformed into Death Ruger, was in that episode. Thus why they have the ability to use that monster suit for the show. Because he did appear in the show. And that's why they can use the Zord, because the Zord appeared in the show. But Death Ruger didn't appear at all. There was no mention of a ranger connected to Toba Spino, because in show they just fucking created the zord, because apparently they can just do that.
1: Okay. Makes sense. But why, why even have that name in the morpher if they don't, if they didn't have the rights to it? They should have done... Who knows? If they had done their research correctly... They would have known that that suit... Was movie only. And thus... Would have had to pay a little extra. And while... It's not a crossover. Because they were not planning on doing any crossover... Stuff. Now, I mean, it's entirely possible... That they could, but why would they? Um,
0: Well, I'm hoping with Hasbro being in charge now, we get them back. Crossovers.
1: I think we'll have one more, one more team of no crossovers because this particular season is so out of place chronologically speaking. Oh yeah. Because you have a Mega Force crossover and a Dino Dino Charge cross like Super Mega Force and Dino Charge crossovers.
0: Yep. Which and technically the Dino Charge crossover, if they used the footage, was just mainly a Kyoto Kyodur- it was a Kyoto Kyodur- movie with Go Buster thrown in. That's basically what it was.
1: And it wouldn't make sense to do it bec- then because It's not even the current team. So, let's see.
0: Yeah. By this time, the
1: Dino Charge range... Like, the fans... The kids that were huge fans of Dino Charge might have already grown out of the series. So, you would only have what? The adult fans really watching it. And that's not what they're trying to... While they are trying to cater to that base, they also need to cater to... The target demographic of the show at the same time
0: yep which is why uh,
1: the comic exists because the comic exists for us yep um so stop whining you sons (laughs) of bitches
0: (laughs) like that that's the predicament that's in my head like i sit here like i want more you know i want better storylines i want more intense storylines, less plot holes, better characters, blah blah blah. But it's not—it's not in my demographic. So it's sort of like I want all of these things, but it's not catered to me.
1: Here's the comic book.
0: Yeah, basically. And then, <laughs> literally down the li- hopefully <laughs> down the line, here's your movie. So hopefully that's a thing. When they said that's going to be a thing. Just when is the question
1: yeah because we get we have Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Go Go Power Rangers Justice League vs. Power Rangers and MMPR Pink as well as the 2017 movie the Aftershock comic book Soul of the Dragon and anything else Hasbro will churn out outside of the show
0: like Personally, like, if I could have any specific thing, I would love a series for Netflix from Hasbro on Power Rangers that is more, like, more towards us than kids. Like, you can still have your the show. Have the main show. Have that be, like, that's your main push. But then do, like it doesn't even have to be like a crazy long series give us a mini series or something on Netflix so we can have something visual to watch and listen to hang on thank you uh so yeah I that's that's what I want something I can not just go, oh hey look, he punched someone. I wanna I wanna see the punch. I wanna see all of that. Rather than just reading it. I don't know if that makes sense.
1: Oh it does. Um Wait. but Toey. Yeah. You gotta think of Toey.
0: God damn it people. Hang on. Keep talking.
1: Toei won't let an animated series really happen so the thing is we would have to get creative and basically create a new team essentially I mean Hyperforce animated is 100% a thing that could happen because those suits are not tied to Toei only exception is the conceit of hyperforce being going back to these other eras and visiting these other rangers so
0: which you can't animate those
1: suits and so that's game over yeah um,
0: i I kind of like there's part of me that doesn't like toy for that I'm not gonna lie like. <clears throat> you don't want to animate things but then when anybody else is like hey we'll do it you're like no that's not what we want and it's like but it's money like how, how, how can you just turn away money like that just because it's not your company that does the animation yeah it just doesn't make any sense well like, you allowed comics it was a huge hit They've sold how many different comics? If you made a cartoon based on this... Do you realize how much money you can make on that?
1: Yeah, and I mean... Technically... Animation... Can be slightly cheaper... Than... Oh yeah. And for the most part... You can do these huge reunions with a lot of these actors and still have the characters be that age and do those sort of time travel-esque stories where the Rangers are still you know, in high school if you go back to the MMPR era because they for the most part still sound the same you run into problems when it comes to stuff like Twi Trang and um, Ricardo Medina because they're essentially permanently unavailable um in different ways essentially Um, or if you're um or if you're what's his face from overdrive oh yeah because no one wants
0: you Buckwad. um i mean at that point technically there were two people that played trini you had Twee Trang and Aubrey Dubois
1: Yeah you'd have to go so, back To the pilot continuity for
0: that and Well not necessarily Because I mean If you sat down And you talked with everybody It was like this is what we want to do We know you guys You loved Twee. We all did We want to do this and it basically is like, we want to ask for your blessing to do this. Use, like, it would ha- it would have to be this huge discussion. Like, you'd have to talk with Aubrey. You'd have to talk with the original cast about basically using the image of Tui Trang. But then the voice of Aubrey Dubois. And there may be people that weren't comp- I wouldn't be completely happy with that. But I feel like it would be kind of. In my head, it would be, like, what's the word? Um,
1: Best like case in scenario? Mem-
0: in in memory of both, like, giving Aubrey Dubois the ability to play Trini more than just the pilot episode, mm-hmm. but then s- still paying homage to, to E-Train. So... Yeah. That, that's the idea I like. Whether or not they would go that route would be completely up to them and up to the you know original Mighty Morphin cast if they'd be okay with it.
1: Or, or, here's my alternative. Say, fuck it. Get a whole new cast of characters. Cast of actors. To voice these characters and I set mean, it that, in and set it in the boom continuity.
0: I mean, that would work too.
1: Boom. Because these characters at least have not been drawn like their TV show counterparts.
0: They have an aspects
1: like certain not- certain artists, but the main artists for these series haven't really I mean, if you take a look at Billy and Go-Go, he doesn't look like David Yost. Now, Billy's dad does, but that's a different (laughs) story. (laughs) That's just
0: weird. That's just... Everybody's cartoonish. Wait, David Yost? Why is that so realistic? (laughs) That's weird.
1: Yeah. Um, But you can totally do that it's 100% acceptable to do that because it here's the thing that some of these people don't understand. And it's the same problem the internet is having with star Wars nerds about the last Jedi. Just because this thing exists doesn't erase what came before.
0: I mean, it's, it's the same argument people have with um, the avatar movie. Avatar The Last Airbender movie. You know, people are like, this ruins the franchise. No, it doesn't.
1: Now it ruins the movie franchise, for sure.
0: Like, (laughs) if if you don't like the movie, don't watch it. You've got how many hours of the cartoon? One of the best cartoons probably ever on, like, United States television.
1: You have literally seven seasons worth of content between Avatar and Korra, plus you've got comics and graphic novels. Yep. As as well as potential I think actual novels too. I'm not sure.
0: I don't I have no idea.
1: But but looks yeah, like my that, iPad's working, so
0: oh, that's good. Um but yeah, I mean we have so much content for Power Rangers right now that like before the comics, before the movie and all that stuff, it's just all we have is the show. And it's and the shitty comics finest
1: and the shitty comics that came along with it. Uh, Look,
0: the Turbo Beetleborg team up comic was actually interesting,
1: <laughs> in like a weird, dumb way. I love it. Yeah, and like, I really hope they include it in future volumes of the because uh, they're boom is putting out the old comics in collected volumes. Um, they are missing the some of the ones that had like VR Trooper comics attached with them. Huh. Um, but it would be interesting to get those to get that specific story because of just how absurd it is.
0: Yeah. I don't think I've read them. Oh, actually, I take it back. I know I have
1: not Well, you can't really find them anywhere. Your That's only introduction to it is because of Linkara. Yeah. And random pictures I'll send you of the... Uh, the abomination of their robots combined into one.
0: I... Uh like the the Beetleborg turbo that I've seen mm-hmm, there was the v r troopers one I haven't
1: oh yeah, um, I don't think anyone's really talked about them, but um I'm trying to think of what else to talk about here, but Toei just needs to get this act together and just either have the animation team that they have work on something like this and make something great out of it or let someone else do it. Yeah. Because... I mean... If, if you think if, about if they... it, Voltron has been killing it.
0: Oh yeah, I I watched the latest season and oh,
1: yes. I still haven't watched anything beyond season one.
0: Oh, it's so good! It's so good.
1: And I'm gonna do a full series rewatch once I get a chance.
0: They did. Uh, it, it doesn't spoil anything, so I want. I kind of want to just like briefly talk about it. They they did one episode in the new season called, um, shoot, what was it called? Of Something in Mana. Mm-hmm. Monsters in Mana. Mm-hmm. And it was essentially them sitting down and playing D&D. Which is and always
1: sh- a great episode of television, by the way. Yeah,
0: Shiro wanted to be nothing but a paladin. Of course. Like... Like, he died a couple times during it, and then he's just like, no, I'm back, and I'm a paladin, and everybody's like, oh my god.
1: He keeps rolling paladins. Good lord. (sighs) Basically.
0: Like, he died once as Shiro the paladin, and then he's like, I'm back as Biro, Shiro's twin brother. (laughs) Uh, It was so good, and... I love those type of episodes. But yeah. yeah, you... Oh, Voltron's so good. If we got a Power Rangers show, animated show, like Voltron, I could die happy. No, not not entirely. Until we get some sort of massive crossover in a movie-type scenario, then I can die happy.
1: <laughs> there you go. go.
0: Like, I, like, I, I don't want to keep talking about it, beca- about, but, like... Hasbro taking over has filled my head with so many possibilities. Like, the possibility of them getting movie rights. Of getting rights to other toku, like uh, the Space Sheriff, or Kamen Rider, or like the B-Fighter Kabuto, so we can get like a Beetleborgs redux. And then crossovers galore, like an American version of the superhero Tyson movies. Like my brain is just working in overdrive. Not in Operation Overdrive, because that was shit. Just in overdrive.
1: (laughs) Oh, oh, Jack. specifics does the toys for Voltron. Like, Uh,
0: well, yeah, and then the show is done by DreamWorks. DreamWorks, yeah.
1: I was hoping Hasbro accidentally did Voltron. As the toys? Because then, you know.
0: Voltron Power Rangers crossover?
1: Essentially. But. (laughs) Looks like it's just... Uh, Jack specific.
0: And I feel like it's my own head... That's going to get me into a lot... Not a lot of trouble, but it's going to... Make me disappointed. Mm. Because... I'm coming up with all of these theories of what they could possibly do now, and then Hasbro is going to be like, we're not going to do this, we're not going to do that, we're not going to do this, and then I'm just like, well, now no, I'm disappointed.
1: Playmates Toys does Voltron Legendary Defender. My bad. Wow, really? Um, You can find these products at these retailers, and the first one's Toys R Us. No, you can't. No, you can't yeah. find it at Toys R Us.
0: I mean, maybe for, like, the next couple days?
1: No, literally <laughs> all of them are scheduled to close after today. After today, today, really? I think today is the last day.
0: I thought it was Thursday or Friday. No. Huh.
1: At least mine is shutting down after tomorrow- After tonight.
0: Well, well I know, because they also made a specific like um proclamation to be like all stores will be shut down this day. This will be the last day any Toys R Us is open.
1: And they're only accepting credit cards.
0: Really? Mm -hmm. No cash?
1: No cash, no checks, no debit cards, just credit cards.
0: Oh, Wow, really? Not even debit cards? Mm Mm-mm. Wow. That's insane.
1: Yeah. That's <sighs> basically
0: it. Yep. That's, I mean, that's news, unless we're talking and then just randomly news pops up. Well, Which if it does, it's the perfect time. It's just, most of the time, it's not until after
1: yeah i'm looking right now um
0: hold on is the anniversary issue a number one or is it just a special
1: um with these annuals and specials they're always listed as number ones just because that's how Uh... the comic industry works so the shattered grid finale is shattered grid finale number one and the twenty sixteen so, annual, twenty seventeen annual number
0: one. That's yeah. Weird. <sighs>
1: <sighs> it's God. This is heartbreaking. The whole Toys R Us thing.
0: Yeah. And it's funny too because um KB Toys is coming back. Uh,
1: yeah, they're trying to and make like, they're trying to arrange a comeback yeah. this year.
0: And it's like Toys R Us, the biggest American outlet for toys is going under. What makes you think KB Toys can make a comeback? Like in my area, KB Toys had a store in the mall that really was not that big. It was decent sized, but not that big it was it was a slightly larger than like a hot topic.
1: I have a feeling that they're going to have smaller store installations that has like a limited number of products, sort of like a Think Geek store. Hopefully. And mostly everything else is going to be online because that's what it's sort of turning into. Hot Topic is kind of like that. You have, okay, so here's all of this, but we have so much more online in case you can't find what you're looking for here. And that's sort of what Toys R Us didn't do. And it's suffering because of it. It suffered because of it.
0: I, I feel like... Physical stores nowadays are more like one stop places. Like, sort of like, you know, like with Walmart, where you can, or any store, really, at this point now, you can buy something online and instead of having to pay to have it shipped to you, it can be shipped to a store. Mm -hmm. Or if the store already has it in stock, you can just go pick it up and then walk out. Like, I'm here for order, blank, and they hand you the stuff and you walk out. So I feel like that's basically what physical stores are starting to be nowadays. It's just a place to, like, bypass shipping prices. For lack of a better term. Unless it's Amazon, that's totally different. Yeah.
1: And... Hot Topic, you can ship to store for free. Target, you can ship to store for free. Like, that's sort of what it needed to come down to. And, allegedly, former Toys R Us CEO has been seeking out various investment groups in order to secure funding for a potential reboot. Of Toys R Us. Because Toys R Us as a whole... Isn't gone. Because Toys R Us Canada still exists. And will continue to exist. Because they got bought. And were allowed to continue on. Toys R Us Australia? Gone. So... If you didn't get your... Wet Star... Or your Sponge Star for Ninja Steel. Good luck finding those ridiculously stupid stars.
0: God, I s- I follow a guy on YouTube who does uh, reviews mm-hmm. for for like Sentai and Common Riders, some Ultraman toys, and he did a review of the the sword. And the Spin Star Changer thing from Ninja Steel. And just see. And then he compares them to the new Ninja stuff. And I'm like, I'm just embarrassed for Bandai at how shitty of a product they can put out. It's so bad. Like, you compare the sizes. The quality of products that were used to create these toys. Oh, the amount of playability. Oh, two days? Yeah, so I was right. Friday. Um, like, I just (sighs) I have like I have secondhand embarrassment, and I just I can't wait for Hasbro to take over so we can get decent toys. I may actually want to buy because they look good and may have more playability than just put in things, spin and ooh, sound effect. Like it's it's barely a step above uh bootleg toys where like you spin it and it goes hoo ha hoo ha
1: Or, you know, a Lost Galaxy toy that doesn't say let's rock it.
0: That happened? Mm-hmm.
1: The Lost Galaxy um, figures, they had buttons on the back, and the Red Ranger said, let's rock it like Andros, and sounded nothing like Leo.
0: Wow. That's sad.
1: Yeah. Also, 12-pack so th- twelve Those pack were abs. Bandai? Yep.
0: God, I mean, I shouldn't be too surprised, because... This comes from the same batch of people who put like the samurai theme into Megaforce. And I think at one point put the Megaforce theme into an episode of Dino Charge. And it's like, y'all gotta get your shit together. Because you keep fucking up royally. And then when everybody says anything bad about you, you don't say anything else. You just let it go. Have some accountability here. Because you don't have any right now. You just put out a shit product and expect everybody to just let it into their brains and just not question anything. But luckily those idiots aren't in charge of anything anymore.
1: Yeah. I just really hope the ones who really cared about the series and franchise are able to still participate and even because the thing is they'd have to uproot their lives and move all the way to freaking Connecticut if they wanted to work for Hasbro if Hasbro was smart enough they would just have they would just reopen MMPR productions and then have uh you know the people they need in California because guess what California's closer to New Zealand than Connecticut is. Yep. (laughs) And at least hire the staff that really cared about the franchise and tried to make it the best they could. Because I feel like Bandai started to go downhill once Greg left. And if you listen to the Toku... Uh, talking toku interview with him it sounds like everyone is aware of that because there is a quality shift with dino charge we got awesome original zords ninja steel in order to get those auxiliary zords you have to buy a fully repainted megazord minus red and you could even see it with the legacy figures I mean take a look at the Zeo Rangers not even just Zeo gold but all six of them there's no gold paint whatsoever except for like a tiny tiny bit and All of that went on to the Dino Thunder Rangers.
0: Yep. And it's (sighs) I feel I feel like a broken record just saying like we got so much shit. Hopefully Hasbro's better.
1: And hopefully psycho silver is actually silver and not psycho white. Because it's a con exclusive.
0: Yeah. Which means the quality should be better.
1: Quality will be better because people are shelling out 50 bucks or so for it. Because the Legacy Gold Ranger Communicator was gold. Was actual gold. The Gold Ranger Zeonizer... Will probably be gold. The power staff, for the most part, was gold. So, though the role play toys and role play items are fine, those are probably the best thing that Bandai's done in recent years. It's the figures that are always having these problems. And Bandai literally has three chances. To make this up. They have. Well four. They have the last little bit. Of the Ninja Steel line. And the retail legacy line. If they even finish it. They have. San Diego Comic Con. Psycho Green. Like. uh, And Psycho Silver. Which each are their own thing. Because. They're probably not going to screw up Green. Because there's no metallic paint on him. Silver, however, there's a chance. And Draken at PMC. And I think if they screw up Draken, there will be riots in the streets of Anaheim. <laughs> and they will march down, they will march. From the Anaheim Convention Center to the Bandai Namco HQ that is in Cyprus, I believe. Because, I mean, or they'll just call a bunch of Ubers and go over there and start rioting over there. Because their offices are literally in the same county as Power Morphicon is. Maybe like a 20 minute drive with traffic I've driven by their offices a handful of times so it is however the black and gold uh, Megazord pop looks great
0: well yeah cause that's by Funko
1: <laughs> and Funko knows most of the time how to make a good Good product. Yep. Sometimes. They've had their faults too, but nothing as egregious as removing the gold from a gold ranger. Because reasons. But. Let's see. All this to say, I'm ready to see what Hasbro has to offer.
0: I think we all are.
1: I'm kind of scared for Beast Morphers because it's still. It still will have the same creative team in New Zealand. Kind of like what happened with wild force because it is a transition season and i'm not
0: gonna lie i'm I'm not gonna lie though if we get one season of beast morphers i'm not gonna be upset like no use this use this as a way to like you said transition and then hasbro can do their own well the last two years on nickelodeon the
1: deal with nickelodeon the deal with Nickelodeon was specifically set for three more years, which makes me think that what Saban wanted to do, had the Hasbro acquisition not worked, was to do single suit seasons. Whether or not these three seasons would be interconnected, as in same cast, different suits, which would be really, really hard to make sense of but Squall Charleston, the YouTuber slash candidate for Ninja Steel Yellow way back when Was he really? He was and he gave me some great insight when I was talking to him at WonderCon Hmm Um He did this whole video like three part video essay on how to adapt co-busters into beast morphers I have
0: have third I have the third part I need to watch
1: and in that third part I'm going to spoil this for you he kind of talks about how Jew could fit in and how at the end of the series it there everything's taken care of and you pan back into the labs and you see an elephant, a shark, a lion, and a tiger. With more facts.
0: Ah, yeah, that would be interesting.
1: Now the thing is, how to transition from that into Tokyo.
0: i mean they they did do the one app ep- the the movie where they um
1: the safari got
0: the safari ones <laughs> just <laughs> use <Lord>. those suits <laughs> good Lord
1: <laughs> good lord um but how he did it also would involve time travel, so uh, <laughs> always back to I time mean... travel.
0: I I feel like if Saban was okay with fucking Dino Charge time travel, or even Time Force as a whole, or even SPD, there's a lot of time travel. Yeah, there's a lot of time travel in Power Rangers. So I feel like if he was okay with it all of those times, if for some reason they saw the idea that Squall came up with and they're like, okay, interesting, we might use that. And then they go to Saban and ask about time travel. I don't think he'd be like, no, no time travel.
1: (laughs) No. Um, Plus, he's only on as a consulting role. They could just tell him, oh, shove it, old man. And then do whatever the hell they want. (laughs) He's just there for the money. So he goes, no, I don't want this. Well, you can shut the fuck up, old man. We're going to do what we want. And you can't do a thing about it because we own the shit now. Yep. And then Saban will be like, oh okay <laughs> just kind of shrug and just go Ugh, why what? did I do this again wait like the 10 years to buy back the franchise potentially please no I hope not I hope Hasbro It as it stands Hasbro wants to keep it around Yep. From what I've read, Disney wasn't all that into Power Rangers when they bought it. They bought Saban oh, wow. because just to, because of probably something else that Saban had.
0: That's also possible.
1: Um, because this was before the Marvel acquisition. So if it... It was before the Marvel acquisition. If it was after the was. Marvel acquisition, I could see why. Because Saban had... A couple Marvel cartoons in his in the in the archives and Disney kind of wants to bring all of that in but I don't know why Disney bought it there's not much talking about it that I can find or that I've really looked into
0: I think Linkara talks about it
1: Uh, in the wild
0: force episode which i haven't seen in a while i have to go back and watch it i
1: think it's because he had to buy them to get fox family
0: it's possible
1: because at that time abc family was fox family and i feel like saban had partial stakes in it So Disney kind of just swept it from under the rug and just bought Saban outright. Yeah. And then sort of went from there. Or in purchasing Fox Family, they got all of that.
0: It's possible. Because I do know they were ready to just drop it. Like, they they were, they were completely content in Time Force being the last season. Or even Wild Force being the last season, I think is what they wanted. And then afterwards, nothing was going to happen. But because, apparently, Wild Force had decent ratings, so they just said, screw it, we're making another season and made Ninja Storm. And that's basically what they did every year. Was they did it, like, trial by trial basis, and it was just always good. Until I think they reached... Jungle Fury where it may have started to go downhill so they just made RPM the last hurrah and then of course Saban bought it back shortly after
1: well they what they did was they realized that they weren't that the ratings were low and they weren't making money off of it so they were going to just basically revisit MMPR and continue to make the toys And that was it. After RPM. So we had that one year where there wasn't a Power Rangers season.
0: Oh yeah, because... MMPR uh, Revisited. Yeah, they were going to make toys of Shinkenger, you know, Power Ranger Samurai, whatever. And then Saban was just like, well, screw it, we're going to make a series then. And then shit hit the fan almost literally.
1: Disney was selling it for dirt cheap because yeah. they just didn't want it anymore and so Saban made money essentially yes. <laughs> and I hope it's not the same way with Hasbro because Hasbro sees the potential in it
0: oh yeah and considering the the properties they already have they're gonna do balls things with it Oh, yeah. So, my hope is that things are good. I'm still skeptical because we have no information other than, hey, Beast Morphers.
1: I'm skeptically skeptically optimistic.
0: Perfect. That's actually the best way to put it.
1: It's really the only way I could put it. Um, the only other note that I want to talk about with this is Hasbro hasn't come on like it looks like Power Rangers is sticking with Boom until at least the end of the year
0: Mm -hmm.
1: because the Hasbro deal officially sort of kicks in in, like, three days. I think. Um, I think Saban starts to dissolve its dissolution process like this week or next week. Okay. Because Saban Brands is closing on the 2nd of July.
0: That makes sense. That makes sense, yeah.
1: So they'll take the weekend to clear house. And Hasbro will officially have stuff. And which is why Jason David Frank is going to be at the Hasbro booth at San Diego Comic-Con.
0: Yeah, I saw that.
1: And the Ninja Steel Rangers are going to be there at Nickelodeon's booth.
0: I mean, okay. Yeah, I I can see that. That so
1: sense. Power now Rangers is going to have a presence again at Comic Con besides Legacy Wars yep. and Walter now, Jones walking around the show floor being like hey
0: <laughs> now all we need is Hyperforce being there
1: uh, chances are improbable for at least San Diego um the weird thing about Morphicon, though, is we're getting close, and only one Hyperforce Ranger has been announced to be there, and that's because he's a Ninja Steel. Yeah. Um, and,
0: well, Paul Schreier's not going to be there. I he mean,
1: hasn't. He I'm, hasn't been announced.
0: Andre's going to be there. Okay. Probably not as Hyperforce. But he'll be there definitely as, like... Andre. Walking the floor. Yeah, he'll be there as Andre. Whether he's there as Andre... Slash Hyperforce Blue Ranger is... A different story. Yeah. Um, But it it would be interesting. Because with Morphicon, they tend to have panels based on, like, season. But then they've also had, like, evil panels where like all of like the current evil cast members show up they also tend to have a forever red panel
1: which someone will probably shout at um at Andrew, Andrew Gray and be like so how does it feel being the worst Red Ranger still
0: why you gotta keep bringing that up (laughs) (laughs)
1: like yeah exactly this stupid kid that's my
0: question to you (laughs) Like, no, be- I get it's a shitty thing, but like... Because
1: it's going to happen if he's there. Or someone's going to say it to... To William Schufelt. And... Because there's going to be shitheads like that at every convention. and Oh, yeah. Now that it's in the Anaheim Convention Center, which is huge in comparison to Pasadena's. Oh, And another thing, no Zio Gold Rangers will be at Morphicon, Because ASJ is conveniently scheduled at another convention. Uh, And. Brad Hawkins won't be there. And the Filippo brothers flipped out and ran away.
0: Yeah. So. And nobody wants them there anyway. Not after they had their ten-year-old temper tantrum breakdown.
1: Good lord. And... Also looks like David Yost might not be at Morphicon either. He was announced probably early on, but... I think something came up because there's been no talk about it. So, in terms of having a full MMPR reunion,
0: well, it's... Full asterisk.
1: That's what I mean. One, we still don't know why ASJ and JDF hate each other. Or if only one of them hates each other. Because I think this is only a one-way road. I think JDF really just doesn't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. Because I feel like... I feel like with ASJ, it might be a jealousy thing. Because while, yes, he was the first Red Ranger, Tommy took the spotlight. Yeah. And then from there... He is now the face of the franchise.
0: Well, I mean... It's all... I mean, like, part of it's his own fault. If it's the jealousy aspect, it's part of it's only... It is, it's his fault, too. Like, you want to know why Jason David Frank is right now the face of the Power Rangers universe? It's because he does things. He goes to things. He volunteers for things. You don't. You expect to be invited to things. You expect to be paid handsomely for things.
1: And then you sell bootleg toys on your website. Correct. Um,
0: (laughs) You buy out stocks of toys, put them on your own websites for even more expensive prices, and then you don't understand why people don't want to see you. I don't get it. You know, it's like, I've said this before, JDF and ASJ have done complete flip-flops. ASJ was like the face of the franchise for a lot of people for a little while because JDF was in his douchebag form.
1: He was body slamming diaper changing tables.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> it's almost a still crashing a thing. his ca- almost crashing his car because he'd rather do a video on his phone than pay attention to the road in front of him with his kid in the car. And now you've got ASJ being the complete douchebag he is. With the whole bootlegs and buying of stocks and hiking prices and all that bullshit. But then you've also got JDF on Hyperforce. And being actually a decent person.
1: Yeah, and And I recently re-followed him on social media. Because
0: I haven't... He's not yet anyway. Mostly just. Oh well, no, I did actually. I take it back. I did with my secondary one.
1: He, because he's serving as an inspiration again, like a yeah. motivation coach. Because he's, really, ca- he's not really. He's not really out I, there for the money.
0: Yeah. I I kind of feel like it's also thanks to the comics, because, how many times have. I've complained about it. You've complained about it. A lot of people have complained about it. Bandai and Saban were balls deep in Tommy. We want everything Tommy from toys, memorabilia, exclusives, everything needs to be Tommy.
1: 24 karat Morpher at New York Comic Con. Yeah. The And then communicator and then like... the
0: yeah. <laughs> like we, we're we done. We don't want Tommy anymore. This is it. You keep giving us the same crap over and over and over again. And we don't want it anymore. And then the comics, comics roll the comic. around and be like, we're going to focus on Tommy. And everybody was like, come on. But then they did what they did. And everybody's like, fuck. This, this, this is, you're focusing on Tommy. But this is a whole different route. This isn't your cookie-cutter, we're-going-to-talk-about-Tommy thing. This is blowing it out of the water.
1: And, yeah, and... while the comics do foc- like have a more focal point on Tommy, at least in the mainline book, it still has enough room to give these other characters breathing space and characterizations and personalities. And also... If you don't like Tommy, go read Gogo. He ain't anywhere near yet. Well, by the time the thing is, Gogo is going to have to end before Green with Evil. Because at that point, then it has caught up to MMPR.
0: I mean, that's fair. I mean, it it depends what they do with it because, you know, like, you and I think I saw somebody else state that some people think that the GoGo universe is Draken's universe. So, if that's true, and by the time we reach the end of GoGo, you see basically the behind the scenes of how uh, Tommy becomes Draken. I mean, we know how it happened, but like. Rather than just like exposition, we actually see it happen. And then like he becomes Draken, and then like that's where Gogo ends. Yeah. So I I could see them doing that, especially now with Hasbro owning it, and the maybe the slight inkling of instead of Boom Comics, they go to IDW.
1: I. The thing is, if they shift to IDW, the story's not going to carry over. It's going to be something new.
0: Oh yeah, like, that, that's why I'm that's why I'm saying it would like, be an interesting way to end off Gogo by making it Draken's world and Draken yeah. becoming a thing, and then just like continues in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers issue one or something.
1: The thing is, I don't think Hasbro is going to shift it over to IDW. Yeah, they have a deal in place with them, but... If they... They know that there's going to be a backlash. A huge backlash.
0: There's already been kind of a small backlash because of them getting rid of Kyle.
1: Yeah, but this... Kyle's going to go do his own thing. Like, he has written... By the time he finishes Shattered Grid, he will have written... 32 issues of the comic. On top of... A Story for the Annual. And a couple other things. While he is going to do Soul of the Dragon, he is putting this he's putting this universe he's putting someone in charge who kind of knows what she's doing because while the biggest thing she's written in the past couple of years is DC bombshell girls and people are saying she's going to have an agenda and blah 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 this is also sudden why are they firing Kyle they're not firing Kyle Kyle has done his story. This has always been his thing. and that's the thing about comics itself. Usually writers will stay on until the they uh, conclude a story arc and this is a story arc that's like 30 something issues in the making and Ryan's not done yet with goGo. Because he, there's still a story for him to tell that he needs to get to, that he wants to get to, that he can't talk about. And it's hard to really talk about it without having to deal with the... SJW nature of people's complaints and my only real response is if you guys don't want Power Rangers to turn into this SJW thing where the fuck have you been the last 25 years because Power Rangers has always been about inclusivity Always, since the literal beginning of the series, it has always been something, I'm repeating myself essentially by saying it's something about diversity, inclusion, and having all of these things that a writer like Marguerite kind of thrives on because if you've read any bit of DC Bombshell Girls, it is a pretty inclusive comic. Granted, the main characters are all women, but you have women of color. You have women of different sexual orientations. You have literally a whole bunch of other things and John Constantine as a bunny Because reasons. Um, And now that Bombshells has pretty much finished she's free to do something else and Power Rangers seems like a good fit for her. And it's not like she's going in blind. Kyle has probably given given her the lowdown and given her a copy of his notes for like what his plans were if he continued past 30 and she might take it into consideration she might not but comics is always like this writers change artists change everything changes in the course of a book and why everyone's being so negative about this now while yes kyle did an amazing job he is still doing an amazing job and at some point in time he will he could very much so come back to the book and continue because that's just the nature of comics The characterizations yeah. will mostly stay the same because doing doing the opposite would create an opposite effect. It's not like the second she takes over, Trini's going to become a man or something like that. If that's what if that's something she wants to explore, it's not gonna happen immediately. It's gonna happen over the course of her time as a writer. But it's not gonna be like the second you open issue thirty one, you're gonna see Jason be
0: Jason making out with Billy. I've always oh loved you, Billy. Yeah, you're not gonna see
1: that the <laughs> second you open the book. As much as some people would love to see that, that's oh, yeah. just that's just not how these things work. Because these people are writers. These people have done... It's not like she's a new writer who hasn't written a single comic book in her life before and doesn't know how to write a comic. She has written stories. And stories have a certain flow. You don't open a story or even a story arc with something completely out of left field Unless, you know, that's, unless it's something like, you know, the death of Tommy and having the funeral, literally the next issue. But that's because that's part of the story. If you think of it as each issue of a comic as a sort of collection of scenes of an overall narrative or chapters of a book, you can have that next chapter open with something dramatic, but you can't start off a book. Like, you couldn't... Example, open up Harry Potter and the first page, it's like Voldemort and Harry Potter are making out. In the first line. And you're like, how the fuck did we get here? Because... While it is continuing the title, it's going to be a new story. Imagine the Shattered Grid finale being the epilogue to what I can call Power Rangers colon Shattered Grid. And that's from issue 0 to 30. Huh, my roommate's watching Twin Peaks.
0: (laughs) Interesting. Okay.
1: I just hear the theme song and I'm like.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Okay. (laughs) He's going down a rabbit hole. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Ugh, Erutan. God, I hate him. Those turbo episodes, man. No, I was talking about the Turbo episode that felt like a Twin Peaks episode.
0: Oh, okay.
1: With nature. Yeah. I just... No. Uh, but yeah. So if you have complaints that she's gonna turn all the rangers gay the second she starts touching, th- touching the characters, get the fuck out. Yeah, I get it. If you have concerns of if she's gonna like, con- like hesitations about where the story's gonna go and how she's and her writing capabilities then sure, by all means that's sort of allowed. But criticizing her on her personal views and something she hasn't even she's probably in the outlining stages right now and it has to go it has to go through a myriad of editors. Do you think the editing team that's been editing this book will allow her to do something crazy and drastic at the very beginning? Like a drastic character shift? No. Because the editors have been there since issue 0. That's the thing people are not noticing that while the writers may change, the editors are really the ones who are keeping everything in check. Yeah. But that that's so, so, kind of my piece that, on that.
0: Yeah, that that basically puts to rest the like episode you know, issue one page you know, page one, you see Kimberly Yell at Tommy, I never loved you anyway. And then goes into the arms of Trini and makes out. (laughs) Because that's what people are afraid of. And I I don't understand it.
1: Well, one, Tommy's probably not going to be brought back to life. If anything.
0: Well, again, we don't know where things are going to go. Everything is just kind of up in the air right now.
1: Yeah, but I feel like, personally... I don't wanna see that happen because it sort of takes away from the emotional impact. So if I say r- wanna go back and reread it and go through issue twenty five and go, Oh, here's where Tommy dies. Alright, he'll be back in five issues. Um
0: I mean that ha- well, you haven't seen Double yet, have you? No. Common writer double Okay, yeah, so I'm not gonna say that then. Never mind. <laughs> okay, <I> said anything
1: <laughs> but that's sort of my piece on on it
0: yeah
1: it's not an abrupt change it's something that they were talking about because Kyle wants to move on to something else and as a writer it it makes sense because at some point in time you get to a point where you're like all right i've said all i've needed to say and now it feels like there's there's no more love going into this because he gave it his all for these 30 plus issues
0: like i want kyle to stay but like it's also I wouldn't want him to stay if like you said, like if he feels he's done what he can, he's done what he wanted, and he wants to move on all the power to him, you know, but if it's the head up that you know the higher ups that are like we want to change a direction, so we're giving it to somebody else, that's what I'm not okay with.
1: No, and it's Kyle's decision ultimately. Because I feel like the interview wouldn't have gone the way it did if if it weren't. Like, if he was getting kicked off the book. He wouldn't be so open to interviews.
0: I don't know. He, well, are you talking interviews like
1: to comicbook.com? No, oh, okay. like comicbook.com and because the so much happening yeah. because the interview that I'm looking at it it sort of hints at like he's passing the torch along because he's ready to pass the torch along instead of him being forced to leave the torch and she comes along and picks it up
0: passing of the torch. Oh, God. I think that'd be hilarious if somebody drew that. Kyle standing in front, you know, in a room with a giant rock in front of him.
1: Which, still have no idea how that even got there.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, because then you could bring back the whole thing of, like, they didn't need a giant sword to do it. Hmm. Yeah. Well,
1: <laughs> th- th- that runs into another thing that I have problems with. At least with <laughs> MMPR, because they're still morphed when the pa- powers get essentially copied. Um, yeah. So, the annual Zeo story. Where he's given back the morpher. Makes no sense to me. If. If and only if. He still has the powers. Technically.
0: Who has the powers?
1: Jason. When the powers get transferred. Or if it's a. Oh. Because. When the powers were transferred from. The original three to the new three. Every. the. They still remained morphed. There was two Red Rangers at that point in time.
0: Yeah. So. And Ek... Well, Linkara kind of pointed that out during uh, the In Space um, review he did, where, technically speaking, it was the ninja coins that were destroyed. The... Dinosaur coins were just damaged. And even some damaged electronics can work sometimes. Uh-huh. Maybe not at full power, but they can still and work.
1: Which allowed Adam to morph temporarily.
0: Correct. And even Jason in Forever Red, when he morphed, it was like... In... In, like... In world-wise, he was only morphed for maybe, like... Five to ten minutes so and we also don't know how damaged his was compared to Adam's you know was his damaged more was it not damaged at all was it literally just with the sword they made an exact copy of the powers therefore Zack, Trini and Jason have their full powers it's just there's two of them rather than just one
1: and then it brings me back to MMPR Pink, because Zack and Trini are the Black and Yellow Rangers, but they don't have their morphers with them.
0: I, I haven't read Pink yet. I've been meaning to read that alongside the Justice League ones.
1: Well, yeah. Essentially, Zordon does to Kim what they did with Tommy's coin, in where they had like all the green suits. Except a little uh. a little more precisely, so the other four ranger suits had little pink accents on them.
0: Oh, that's what those are from. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And yellow and black were Trini and Zack. And Trini and Zack are totally a thing in that, which leads to Shattered Grids, Coinless, them... Being a thing. As well. It's just a weird. Weird coincidence. Consistency between the two. That Zack and Trini are totally a thing.
0: As in like. A relationship thing?
1: I think. I think that's how I remember it.
0: Okay. Is that, it's a little weird. Yeah. Because I. I feel like in show that really wasn't a thing. So if they forced kind of forced those two to get together, that's it's a little weird. Not
1: like a forced, it's just a they were spending a lot of time with each other and were closer to each other than they were when they were Rangers cuz they were still in high school. And sort of thing. It's it's not it's not a Mega Force Jake and Gia sort of thing.
0: Or a Samurai.
1: Mike and Emily. Green
0: and Mike and Emily. Yeah.
1: Or even a Dino Charge, Shelby Tyler situation.
0: It's a little different. I, in my head, it's a little different, because that was actually hinted at. Oh, yeah. In multiple episodes. Whereas... The Mike and Emily thing was only hinted
1: at in the crossover and then in the finale. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I mean, in in, in Megaforce, that one was more of like... I, I keep forgetting their names.
1: Jake and Gia.
0: There you go. Jake spent most of the time just fawning over her that was it. It was just one boy with a crush and then all of a sudden by the end Gia's like, no I actually like you two. And it's like I'm sorry I think I just got whiplash from that coming out of nowhere.
1: Yeah. Regardless. You should read Pink and you should read Justice League.
0: plan to just I I don't know how long I can read things in a row, so I don't know if I can binge read them. Take it as an
1: issue a day. An issue a day. That's 12 days. And then by the time we record this again, you'll have them read. Because they're single issues. I bought the single issues. So you just finish the issue, you put it down, you call it a day.
0: Because I haven't meaning to, because I've even been meaning to read it was the 2016 annual, where it was the all-black one.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: So, oh, yeah. But there's, there's a lot I've been meaning to read. It's just actually doing it.
1: I got you. But it's going into the comics now.
0: Yeah, now that we've spent nearly... Two hours just talking.
1: Well, you know, I had to say my piece. And, you know, fuck the haters.
0: Yes. Hands down.
1: It's kind of like the whole Star Wars drama thing, but that's another thing. Oh, God, yeah, I
0: saw that earlier. The
1: little decree, yeah.
0: Yeah. I had a friend that went off like, quoted it and just went off, but it was like, this is how I feel, you're fucking stupid, I'm done. (laughs) Basically. I even had a discussion with uh, another friend about Holdo and my feelings about her, but, again, that's a different podcast entirely. Yeah. But,
1: going into GoGo11... Or is it 10? Shit, it's I ten? Shit, ten. Eleven.
0: Eleven is the one that comes out soon. I mean, yeah, well, at some point.
1: Yeah, we start with a little flashback, and it's the flashback. Well, it's technically not. It's a flashback in the sense that it's a flashback from a character's perspective, but it's in the future. Yeah and it's weird to me that the ranger slayer was at one point in time not evil
0: well according to the article the comicbook.com article will know her basically origin of going from pink ranger to ranger slayer in the next gogo episode or gogo book so any questions we'll have? Well, hopefully, any questions we have will be answered. Yeah. But but one w- one of the things I love with this is that we get the hyperforce reference. It's actually not
1: a hyperforce oh, it's not? reference. No, um, I Thought misspoke um, because this is all taking place on the West Coast. And the hyperforce stuff happened on the east coast. He literally just did it as a joke. It's like, oh, sector one, sector two, sector three, and sector five. What happened to sector four? Oh, sector four blew up.
0: I thought that was because so you, you you ref you told me that was the hyperforce. I
1: did, and I misspoke because I oh, listened okay. to the Ranger Danger episode, and
0: yeah. I haven't I haven't caught up to the the uh uh the go go room yet. I don't know if it's what they're calling it or not.
1: It's boom but. room still.
0: Oh okay. I do I do love this though. Seeing Bulk and Kimberly have a moment. Mm-hmm. Talking like bulk, like I can't believe you guys were the Power Rangers the whole time. If I would have known, yeah, I just, I love I love the conversation, and, and you can tell that that version of the Pink Ranger is the Ranger Slayer. So, last well, time I'm guessing, anyway. Yeah. Um, and then we shoot to Angel Grove High School now where it's Bulk and Skull trying to throw water balloons at Billy and Skull's apprehensive because apparently they were friends when they were younger
1: They were There was a flashback in an earlier Go-Go issue where they were best friends
0: Well like, like I, I remember that It was just sort of like Another piece of cannon that's just weird. Like I don't hate it. It was just a weird thing to make a thing that they used to be friends. I'm not against yeah. it, but like, yeah, I
1: don't know. My favorite thing is Billy catches it without it exploding and throws it back at Bulk. Yeah, and it it was by far one of my favorite little little moments for Billy in this issue because it is the culmination of all the training he's been doing on his own oh yeah and he doesn't even like it's coming and then he just goes oh and there you go
0: <laughs> yep and you know he says um, the whole mental training thing is pay- starting to pay off which yeah, that's like that's some like hardcore monk shit.
1: That's some matrix level nonsense, dude.
0: Yeah. Also um with how in-depth Mike is being a part of this, I'm kinda actually hoping, like there's the situation of, you know, people saying that this is the the Draken universe. And Um, I'm kind of hoping it's not because if it continued on to the point where um, Tommy does appear and becomes the Green Ranger I kind of want Mike to be the White Ranger or if this continues Mike ends up being the Green Ranger and then Tommy ends up being the White Ranger. And then we have a full seven spread. I think that would... It would definitely be something different. Damn trucks going by. I hate you so much. Um, it would be a different... way to tell the story. Rather than just... Oh yeah, Tommy comes along. Do the whole green with evil. And then he becomes good. And then... You know the full team is there like i want a different kind of story because they are really pushing mike right now it's not just he's just there they are pushing him forward he's being essentially the seventh member or the the, he's right now the sixth member of this group so what happens when tommy comes along do they just kick him out Is is this a seven group thing now where he becomes a ranger eventually or just knows about him and helps him? Like, they're going to do something with him. What they're going to do, I don't know. Then he gets all paranoid thinking he's somehow involved with the Power Rangers. Yeah. Like some sort of conspiracy?
1: Which, I mean... He's technically not wrong, but he's going about it in the wrong way. The fact that he hasn't put the pieces together that one of his friends has to be a Power Ranger or someone he knows. Because why else would he be targeted? Yep. And then we get the story of Jason's dad dying and him trying to ration with Zordon. And Zordon saying he can't. Like, because he just can't. And he talks, and he even mentions, he even sent those in his charge to their end, referring back to the Rangers of 69. Yep. And knowledge earned is knowledge respected, is the big takeaway.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. because if he handed over everything to the rangers then what would be the point
0: it's kind of the the harry potter thing you know it's like well why don't you just tell all of the muggles that magic is real it's like well because then they'd want magical you know excuses or not excuses magic what's the word i can't think of the word Conclusions to their problems, fixes solutions. to their problems. Solutions. solutions, yeah. Magical solutions to all their problems. You know, like, my son has cancer, you have magic, fix him. You know, rather than science or anything like that. So, I feel like it's in the same vein as that.
1: yeah. Knowledge is power, but... Power corrupts. Yep. What so. is it, absolute
0: power corrupts absolutely? Yes. And then after a little bit of dialogue... Their phones go off in class, and then we have the giant zord.
1: The grave zord. Yep. Which... Is a beautiful, beautiful monstrosity.
0: Yep. I can only really see. Th- well, I think it's four. You have Tor, the Tiger Zord, uh, the Red Dragon Zord, and the Phoenix Zord. Uh. Because you have Tor, which is the head, Tiger Zord chest, the dragon is both arms, and then you have the phoenix wings.
1: Yeah. I think the shield on his shoulder, on the Gravesword's shoulder, is from a zord, but I can't figure out which one. But... Trying to figure it out Huh I don't know Cause that's really the one piece that doesn't Stick out to me Yeah And then the rangers The school is now under Power Rangers protocol Um meaning that the school is locked down Instead of them evacuating So the rangers are trapped in school And Matt does what Matt does best And Pulls a fire alarm Pulls the
0: fire alarm (laughs)
1: so he can go hang out with the rangers which inadvertently lets the rangers get out of school and into the zords
0: can i just say the morph is pretty cool oh yeah you're like jumping in the air and there's like pieces coming together
1: well that's how i imagine the morphing sequence works is very much like how we saw it in zeo and in turbo
0: oh yeah where it kind of just
1: phases on
0: well, because I find it funny. You you, know, you hear all the, like, the... I don't want to use the word, but I'm going to use the word anyway. The casuals question, like, does this happen every time? Like, do the, the monsters just kind of stand there and let them morph? And it's like, how long do you think it takes for them to morph? Well, I mean, they've got to go through the whole sequence and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, that's just for show. Like, yeah. Like, they showed it off at SPD where it was, I think it was in the episode where um, Sky has like the, the body switch mm-hmm. monster and the, the, the monster in Sky's suit literally just holds up the morph and says SPD emergency, clicks the button, transforms.
1: Yeah, and there's how many times when we see the Rangers instamorph?
0: Yeah, I mean like you can't beat uh, Lightspeed Rescue's instamorph. You can't beat that because they do the whole like you know Lightspeed Rescue, and like and then like um, in the CG graphic thing, they like open the 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 morpher and then the giant shield comes out and they throw it out in front of them. They had uh blue. Do an insta morph like that where he did like let's rock it. He yeah let's rock it. Wow, I'm a bootleg ranger now apparently. um He does like light speed rescue. He opens it, throws his arms out in front of him. The shield pops up, and it's just like there in front of him. And then he just jumps through it and he morphs.
1: Mm-hmm. And that happened with the the samurai rangers to an extent where they instamorphed quite frequently. Because it's just the symbol power, and then it just taps into them, and boom.
0: Yeah.
1: Or super mega force with the the legendary changes, the logo just pops out, hits them, and boom. Yeah. Like the morphing sequences are usually just for show.
0: Yep. And I feel like roll calls are the same too where they technically all do it at the same time. Sort yeah. of like uh, the one episode of Koduger, where they were all hyped up and energized and stuff. They all transformed really quickly. They all said their roll call at the same exact time, and even the monster was like, what the hell just happened?
1: Yeah. So these Instamorphs are typically what you see is the suit sort of phase on, which is what I liked about Zio and Turbo's morphing sequence, because it, you pretty much saw it. Turbo's specifically with the second half, once the cast changes, because that actually like phases on as opposed to the first half where they, like, they create the, like the belt and then their body moves places Slightly yeah. with the suit on. Yeah. And then Justin grows after morphing. When in the second half it just happens all at once. And. Yeah. It, the Megazord sequence is what takes the most time. And the Ranger Slayer does a real good job of just going, nah. <laughs> no <laughs>
0: yeah I, I do like that like i i i don't want you to do that yeah mostly because she knows it because she was there she witnessed it she was part of it for probably quite a while
1: well she's Kim, and so she yeah. knows how the megazord sequence works so she has plans around it And Kim's also remote controlling it Because, you know That's what bad guys do best Mm Mhm. And Another
0: another evil ranger Quote unquote Popping in in.
1: Well, she has a power coin
0: Yeah
1: All you need is a power coin to get in
0: I do like the line Nice to see my power coin still works yeah.
1: Remote control and a bunch of pre programmed AI. Those kids are nothing if not predictable. Yep. And then she basically, you know, destroys Alpha and sends Zordon in his tube. Because she just pops out of nowhere and Zordon's like And then Rita Says huh interesting This is happening Uh, Let's see this play out
0: And then back to Zord fight Where
1: they're getting their asses Handed to them Yep. Matt tries to get in Because he's Matt
0: Oh that's where the legs come from The legs for the Grave Zord. Yeah? It's the Tyrannus.
1: Titanus. T-Rex Zord. Oh, the T-Rex? No,
0: T-Rex. Because if you look... Are you looking physical or digital? Digital. Okay. Uh, Page 20. Which is just after the Rita thing. The very bottom panel with the T-Rex, you can see the legs.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And then if you go back
1: Oh, to... yeah, 16.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Like, I... At least the like the things near the hip look the same.
1: Which is interesting because that would imply that the T-Rex doesn't change into the red dragon in Dragon's Verse. That yeah. the Thunder Swords were their own Zords. Interesting.
0: I mean, I may be wrong, but, you know, that's all I really have to go on right now.
1: Yeah. Matt stands on a roof. Being stupid. Alpha gets thrown around and gets the shit beat out of him. And then it ends with uh, Kim firing an arrow at herself.
0: Yep. Take your hands off my robot.
1: And that's that for GoGo. Now to 28. Which is kind of ridiculous. Whew. So with twenty eight it opens up in the pterodactyl with Jen and Kim just chilling, you know. And Jen's just like, Ah, time's changing, my head hurts.
0: Someone someone actually pointed out these two look very similar. Like Yeah. Crazy similar.
1: Yeah. And so we have a couple pages of them just talking, and they pick up yet another pink ranger. But this one's Carone. Which we get to see her in the anniversary annual. And here, and then we go into the next panel, and we see the rangers that have been picked up. So we have Carter from Lightspeed Rescue, Noah from Mega Noah and Gia from Megaforce, RJ from Jungle Fury, Koda and Kendall from Dino Charge, and Kira from Dino Thunder. And so far. Those are the teams that have survived. Also, where in the pterodactyl did they get this much space?
0: My pad's fucking up.
1: And where did the second seat come from? Did she just summon the second seat like Jason did? And then, let's see. continue back over into the RPM timeline, where we do see the Chicken Zord flying and fighting, um, as well as the RPM Rangers and uh, the T-Rex. see Doc K is fixing the Samurizer for Lauren so she doesn't get demorphed from the dragon cannon and the SPA squad
0: like if they could have jumped into any place that's like the perfect place to go Because Dr. K knows her shit.
1: Well, Dr. K also figured this shit out because she got a dragon cannon. That's true. And...
0: I love Lauren just popping out of nowhere and just explosion. Yep.
1: SPD A Squad Rangers, then back over to the coinless. Zach and Zack sneaking in, because you know, Zach. Um seriously, there there's a lot of exposition here and it helps motivate main Zach. Um and they talk about the whole him originally being picked to be the the Green Ranger and then back to Draken.
0: It's funny though. Going back to the Zack thing, we should have all seen what was coming. The line uh main Zack says, So then how about we take Draken down, save your world and give you a break? That's yeah. like tropish foreshadowing.
1: Yeah. Like, pop... It
0: looks like good things are on the horizon. Let's ruin those good things, you know?
1: Yeah. And then we get to the next page, which I have some things I need to talk about here. Um, Dragon suit, first of all. Um, you see the Zeo bits a little bit more. In the uh, chess piece, so it's no longer samurai version, um, and the dragon shield's more sort of predominant or prominent in this version of the suit. Um,
0: I may have just noticed something too. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed it or what. The belt. Has those squares?
1: Mm hmm. In space? Potentially.
0: Like, that's a way to show in space. Yeah. Since what other way to show it? The suits were so basic. The only thing that had them stand out were the squares on the chest.
1: Yeah. We have Psycho Blue doing what he does best and go. I got dibs on the blue one. Yep. And then Lauren asks him where her friends are, and he goes, Do you really want to know? And it it sort of brings the thought of Draken's palace and all the the bald people. All of like the little monk like people inside the castle. Like, he could be doing that to the rangers, like, forcing them to be his slaves.
0: That's possible.
1: Draken sort of kicks their asses super easily and manages to take Summer's Morpher. Yep. And just like that...
0: in (laughs) In comes the most badass scene in the comic yet, in my opinion, anyway.
1: Oh yeah, um, only problem is these rangers haven't been de de warpedified yeah, so they easily get demorphed but because at least the s p d rangers have uh, civilian powers and as does Kira and r j to an extent, yeah, they can just easily they sort of fight him back.
0: I love how clear they look, though. Oh, yeah. Like, when, when, when they get hit with a dragon cannon and they go back to human form. Yeah. I love it. I just feel sorry for Kendall he's apparently in a dress
1: in a suit yeah (laughs) and And
0: in comes the reinforcements
1: yeah and the then doc k is like well everyone's saying they need to leave and dr k is like i don't want to lose corinth i don't want to lose corinth And then we cut back to Draken's Palace and they save Ninjor! And With the help the of Skull. Scene,
0: the very next scene we lose Zack. <laughs>
1: we lose Coinless Zack. Yep. And... Then they all sort of teleport out.
0: they need to get out and then we see the T-Rex shatter the dome apparently by running into it
1: yeah and they teleport Ninjor and or no they don't teleport Ninjor yet they talk to Ninjor and Ninjor says um well, Billy's like he won't be destroying any other rangers and ninjor replies Is that what you think he's doing? No, you, you misunderstand. He's not using the power of the morphing grid to conquer rangers. He is conquering rangers so that he may get inside the morphing grid. And there we see Tommy or Draken demorph his helmet and go soon after we see a little bit of a energy crack. crack. And then we go on to the Adventures of the Blue Centurion and Ninjor, which isn't really all that important.
0: It's only two panels anyway.
1: It's two pages of fun. Might talk about that once the trade comes out. Because it'll compile them in the trade. Um... But yeah, the anniversary annual. Um, this does not take place in Shattered Grid, and so we get two MMPr season two stories, followed up by Mystic Force, Ninja Steel, and a uh, Super Ninja Steel. Sorry, and Li- uh, Lost Galaxy. Slash in space.
0: It's funny, the uh, the Mystic Force piece. I actually follow the writer mm-hmm. on my main account because they're a comic writer, and I saw that she recently posted a picture. Uh, well, uh, Morphin Legacy posted a picture of the very first scene from the comic. And she talked about it and how it's a story she's wanted to tell for a long time and finally got to. So I'm like, interesting.
1: And the weird thing about these stories is they feel like they can fit in the canon of the greater universe. Mm -hmm. Yes, even the one at the very beginning about Tommy fighting a giant pug. May I remind you We had The Pumpkin wrapper, And This is also Mighty Morphin Power Rangers The same ones who In the boom Continuity Dealt with Sheeple And A bunch of other ridiculous uh, Monsters So the whole thing is Scorpina comes back from wherever she ran around and was able to create a disc out of the remnants of the green candle, which already raised some red flags with me because it's Tommy as a white ranger. So I don't know how the green candle would affect him. Now, without the Green Ranger powers, because it's not like it's a white candle.
0: I have no idea.
1: So maybe, already, maybe
0: it went. Maybe it went from a a green candle to just a power drainer.
1: Yeah, but as you see, it didn't work out the way she wanted it to. Bear. And. Tommy's drawn to this dog because of the, the tag. And Tommy morphs, fights, and then because the dog licked him, Scorpina thought it was going to, like, drain his powers, but instead supercharges him. And. She grows Rita grows the pug, so Tommy, sort of, goes into the tiger zord. And fights off the giant pug,
0: which I don't fully understand because, like, I don't know, how did he get super? Like he got supercharged, okay, like, by
1: the green energy.
0: I don't know, and then it just disappears when the the thing is broken.
1: Or he really only had enough energy for that one strike to disable the the disc. And by disabling the disc, it drained him of the residual green energy. And I'm going to assume that this takes place before Tom was ever en- entered into the situation.
0: Oh yeah, most likely. It'd be kind of cool though if they like used that for the whole Tom situation.
1: Yeah, because...
0: So, like, it, like, took some of Tommy's DNA, which, like, saps the rest of the green powers. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can tell that this is after the power transfer, because in the panel below, uh, where it says that evening, that if you zoom in, you can see that ever so obvious rocky flannel yeah and also you know well, the fact that it, Aisha's that,
0: dark-skinned
1: and or yeah, Adam
0: dark-skinned yeah
1: and Adam's there but this is still Kimberly yeah because the tiger zord. and then Scorpion takes her dog back and then onto the Ranger Danger uh story which looks is the one that looks most like the show to me with the character how the characters are drawn.
0: Yep. So like the first panel or the first page with like the the Megazord. Mhm and they're in the juice bar and then the next one that's a two-page thing
1: That is indeed a two-page spread.
0: Okay. Cuz in digital form it's just one. Yeah. So that's where I was confused.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a two-pager. It yeah, it's definitely a two-page spread just given how it's horizontal. Um, I could even go over to my physical copy and confirm it. Um, but Aisha and Adam, mostly Aisha, feels like she's not good enough or needs to prove herself. And Adam's like, but why? Zordon believes in us and everyone else does. Yeah. And she breaks the rad bug.
0: Which I kind of I like the story because it does answer the question. Like if this was somehow in continuity, it answers the question of where's the rad bug? Well, it was destroyed. Yeah.
1: And this whole time, the other four are watching through the viewing globe. And it's great because (laughs) one of the staples of Ranger Danger is one of the hosts really doesn't like Rocky. Because he's just a bland sack of potatoes. Or something along the lines of that. And so he's not once... he doesn't say anything until the very end and his only thing was how do you guys ever get bored by looking at this thing and that's the only line he says Mm -hmm. which it's really weird how close these this illustrations are to the actual rangers faces
0: yeah it is actually crazy it's
1: kind of creepy But, yeah. So we move on to the Mystic Force story, um, which takes place before the show, in this case. Uh And...
0: Shortly before the show started, I think.
1: Deals with Udana and and Bo specifically. And... Here's what really is funny to me. When she's doing the tarot reading, um, let's see. The notice something about the zord, about the uh, the cards. All five of those cards: the phoenix, the oh, minotaur, yeah. the sprite, the mermaid.
0: Yeah. They're the uh Uh-huh. Yeah, they're the Mystic Force Rangers.
1: And the future a Phoenix
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, and my favorite bit, if you look down at that panel oh wait no, that's not it. Never mind. I misspoke. Those aren't the right colors. Um But yeah, that that's sort of my favorite little bit right there.
0: I find it interesting that Udana's talking with Mystic Mother in, like, Jedi form.
1: Astral projection, because she can't... I don't think the Mystic Mother's able to leave where she's at. Possible. It's also magic, you know.
0: Yeah. And then it's cool when they do the whole, like, vision thing. You can see the the symbols of the other rangers go by.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Though, surprisingly, there's no phoenix. There's a red, like, M. But no red phoenix. Yep.
1: And... Korag and her talk and fight and by fight I mean he literally just kicks her ass.
0: Yep. And we get another broken visor shot.
1: And he goes, I don't want it I don't want to kill you. I have fair I have a lot of respect for you. So let me just say this right now. He's dead. Go away. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> and then she sort of she forgets the dream, I guess, but not the feelings that came along with it. And then we see a shot of the the Mystic Force Rangers, and that's the end of that. Yep. And
0: this is it's a good. It's, it, I like it. It's a really good one.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, all of these stories are actually really good.
0: Because it, it actually mirrors Magi Ranger. Because in Magiranger it was the same story of um the mother of the kids who were the the Magi Ranger, the main five. Um when she came back, she did the whole meditation thing, mm-hmm. like they did in this comic, and she found him. But he was in his like, legend form, the more monsterish form. Yeah, and she helped him through this astral pro- uh, projection thing to come back, and that's how the the. Wozuard Fire or Wolf Warrior appears in Magiranger. So I I I don't know if the writer saw that or just made all of this up and it just so happens to mirror <coughs> Magiranger. But either way it's a good story. I do like it. Yeah.
1: And then we move on to the Ninja Steel story. Um. Essentially. This is sort of like a.
0: <laughs> it. You actually want to know what this reminds me of?
1: What does it remind you of?
0: The episode in Ninja. With, um. The Kaku Ranger Ninja Red, alongside uh Hurricane Red, yeah, where they traveled through time and stuff like that, and then uh Aka ninja goes back in time, and then they think he's dead, but then he comes back anyway that's what yeah. this reminds me of, okay. Because it's almost the whole it's like the same thing. You know, red goes back in time, meets the the Rangers, quote unquote, of that time, and then comes back to the future. The only difference is is that they're not with the Mighty Morphin team when they go back to the future.
1: Yeah. I like it because Mix just like Hey guys, it's Alpha 5. And, <laughs> and then he's like, you know, greatest invention of King Lexian of Idinoy, Zordon of Eltar, celebrated technician. Like, just sort of ties the continuity of it all together.
0: Well, because I like it. It's like loyal assistant to the mighty Orphan Power Rangers. Oh, the dinosaur ones. Right. <laughs> and, I love dinosaurs.
1: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Peter. Well, not Peter. Uh, shoot. What's this character's name again?
0: I don't know.
1: I-, I wanted to say Marv, but that's not right.
0: <laughs> Preston.
1: Preston. Presto Changeo. Yes. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Uh, Preston's just like, oh, the dinosaur ones. I love dinosaurs. And. He was about to go into great detail of the story of how they met. Alpha wearing a mustache.
0: And a top looking... He essentially looks like... The Monopoly guy. Yeah, robot version of the Monopoly guy.
1: (laughs) And the great Cahulian eggs. No time to explain, but because of something that happened 25 years ago, they need your help to close it back up and because time is an anomaly sort of dealio it sort of mirrors Jason and Brody sort of mirror each other in what they do and they team up kind for a half a second and then Brody blasts him with water Yeah,
0: I do <laughs> I love the running animation like yeah. it looks it looks so eighties cartoon.
1: It's so comical. It's great.
0: It is. I love it. Uh and then of course it's a giant Cthulhu looking tentacle monster. Yeah. Just reaching into different realities.
1: And he ba- they basically tell Alpha, Hey, he uh you know he doesn't like fire. So keep that in mind. And let's let 25 years pass and let the next team deal with this.
0: And then just random fire from a portal.
1: Uh huh. And then so Jason. Basically,
0: what they're, what they're saying basically is that all of those portals, while open up to different times, were opened at the same time for this dimension. Uh-huh so everything ha- is happening at the same time and it's it's a really cool thing. I love that type of um uh, storytelling
1: yeah, because while this is its own specific time, the portals themselves are outside like it's the whole outside of time thing again, so because yeah. Brody said something, it enacted a future thing to happen at that moment.
0: I am sad, though, that we don't see the ranger team. Like, obviously, it would be difficult. But, like, at the same time, how crazy would it have been if, like, they created their own ranger? Just, just like, a random red ranger pop out and, like, use some sort of fire attack. Like, hi, my name is so-and-so, the red something ranger. And then, I heard fireworks. Yeah, Fireworks! Okay,
1: it's a it's Great a pre job. it's a pre Jew team.
0: I mean, <laughs> that would have worked too.
1: <laughs> and just be like, yeah, we can't we, c-. because if they create something like that, then people are gonna be like, but where's this team of Rangers in twenty five years from anyway. now? Yeah. Oh, I know, but it'd be more annoying.
0: <laughs> yeah
1: and then they come and then Jason comes back and is like why Trini's like why are you wet uh yeah about that <laughs> and... they're in good
0: hands because Alpha says himself that Jason never told Alpha that he had met Brody mm-hmm. so he just keeps it to himself for 25 years Man, that'd be weird, those two meeting up after 25 years. Yeah. Damn tall, probably. that.
1: Yep. And then we get to the last story.
0: The craziest story in this whole book.
1: Where we first see you know, Equations probably someone from Tripp's planet with the green hair in front of them. Oh yeah. If I zoom in, that looks like a, that looks like a polar bear. All right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh, yeah, I see it.
1: Yeah. So this is the trial of astronomer. Yeah. This is the trial of astronomer post. um, (laughs) Yeah. This is post lost galaxy. And in comes Andros, Maya, and Leo to save the day. I'm not
0: going to lie. I'm not going to lie. It was really cool to see those three pop up.
1: Yeah, and they did pick her off of Miranoi, claiming she was hiding, and they have some witnesses talk about it, including what can only be assumed as a Anubis doggy Kruger. Uh-huh. Because of how he speaks. Normally I would not would never speak out against a ranger. I respect, respect what they do, but this woman does not deserve to be one. People wanted my people to fight for her. We refused and raised our planet's shield, stole the codes, and gave them to emperor grum yep and she i lost my wife that night
0: yep. so that's, that's what, i just i just thought it was gonna be another uh aging, and then it's just like oh wait
1: it's fucking kruger
0: yeah that that last line it's definitely kruger
1: and then maya tries to defend it by saying something about she's like kendrick's passed on the powers after psycho pink but then they're like, but didn't you create Psycho Pink? And right. then, you know, they just use the ship's hollow deck and create Astronoma and seemingly destroy her with quotes around it with the megaship and leave. And Andros gets slapped in the face. Yarp. <laughs> and she's I, not I, okay. I wanna... She's not okay with her fate being taken away.
0: I kinda wanna say... I kinda wanna say this is not post Lost Galaxy. Because at the end of Lost Galaxy they lost their powers because they put the swords in there. Like, now it's it's not totally against the realm of possibilities that they took the swords back out well and then went
1: this could be here's the thing this could be after the lightspeed rescue crossover where they have their powers back
0: well i i look i look at the lost galaxy powers as you can get them back at any time uh-huh if you're alive and you can pull a sword out of the stone again you can get your powers back. It's essentially they're dormant in the sword. So when you don't need your powers, put the sword back. And then, oh no, we need powers again. Take the sword back out, and now you have your powers again.
1: Well, you know, they, they were on Miranoi at the end of the series, so...
0: Oh, yeah. And they even say they found Corona on Miranoi.
1: Yeah, uh, so, I mean... <laughs> my,
0: my biggest question of whether this is post or during Lost Galaxy is... Megaship.
1: Also Mega West, Ship.
0: Where's you know I, my biggest thing is where's Kendricks, because if Kendricks at the end of Lost Galaxy spoilers Kendricks comes back, meaning she's alive. If Corone is on trial, from what Astronomer did, don't you think one of the best people to have to defend her be the person who gave her those abilities to be a ranger, like? In my opinion, Kendricks should have gone. Like, it shouldn't have been Maya. It should have been Kendricks. And the only thing I can think of is that if Kendricks isn't there, then that would mean she's still dead.
1: But then how would they be on Miranoy if Kendricks wasn't back? Like... That whole sequence of events happened so quickly in the finale that you know it has to be but can't be at the same time
0: yeah it's it's a it's a continuity error it unless is
1: Kendricks is, is still right. dead
0: in this yeah well, it depends i mean if you know the writer wants to think that then you know like I said there's continuity errors it's like is Kendrick's alive or not or is it the end of the show or is it during the show because they're in Mirinoid, but if it's the end of the show they're not supposed to
1: and I have a feeling it takes place a bit of time after the finale because of the megaship being there because the original megaship blew up at the end of Lost Galaxy
0: we also don't know how long it took them to make the new astro mega ship back on ko35
1: yeah i'm not saying it took forever to do it i'm saying this takes place at least some amount of time post finale yeah and at that point kendrick's might have not been available to come because of you know setting up a new sort of colony on a planet kind of requires some scientific mumbo jumbo and who else but Kendricks
0: I actually remember a line from Forever Red where when Andros shows everybody the megaship Mark II he says fresh off the assembly line or whatever from KO-35 which means the Mark II will not be complete like, what, four or five years later?
1: Maybe he had a second one hidden away on KO35 then. That was a Mark I.
0: Maybe? <laughs> I I honestly don't know anymore. There are so many things that are contradicting each other right now. That's great. <laughs> like, it, it it's it's taking continuity and it's putting it into a blender and just says here's a story
1: and that's truly how comics should be
0: I was going to say I thought you were going to say that's how Power Rangers is and I was going to agree with you
1: well also Power Rangers (laughs) comics as a whole is just a mess of continuity nonsense yeah it's great I love it but yeah with that everything seems fine
0: I do like the way it ends, though.
1: Wait, they flew in on the mega ship, but then in that last scene, they're in the yeah. shuttle.
0: It's just those two. Because it says uh, you're my brother and I love you, but you need to give me some space, or you'll find out just how much of Astronoma is still with me, They're still inside me. And even uh, Maya says in the uh, thing before that of course I'll prep the shuttle
1: oh yeah I must have so, missed that
0: the scene up until the last two is on the mega ship but then the are you okay not yet but I will be is on the shuttle with the two of them I think
1: looks like it but and with that we're all cut up on Rangers.
0: Yep. Then we're not going to get another comic for a while, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, not
0: until next month. Which S- technically is. Not that long. S- yeah, right?
1: sometime next month. But. Ugh. Yeah, we're not gonna see. It's gonna be go go, twelve I th- or 11, 11 first, I think.
0: I have no idea. I I mean, with your pull list, does it show?
1: Uh, I don't have access to it right now. It's oh, okay. only at the at the shop. So let me see.
0: I'm not gonna lie, Kyle Higgins, is a genius. Because. Uh Power Rangers now posted something of all the people that are now going to Morphicon. Kyle retweeted it uh with a comment saying this means we could just about do a live table read of Shattered Grid, right? And then tagged Ranger Danger and I th- Matthew Groom, who I think is part of Ranger Danger. He is. Co wrote a story for but yeah, okay. And then um Peter Sedaris just replied to it with "Put me in, Coach." So, if they can manage that, it's gonna be amazing.
1: Oh yeah. Okay, so it is go go first and then twenty nine. Yep. So. Oh,
0: so it's. Okay, I... so it's go go and then Mighty Morphin.
1: Yeah, so it's go go eleven and then MMPR twenty nine.
0: When
1: does Go Go come out? Uh, let me double check that.
0: do, 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 do.
1: Um, that's not helpful. Boom.
0: I, can't, I, I just can't wait to hear the backstory for the ranger slayer. To finally know what happened. Because if it's like mind if it's like a mind uh, control then it would make sense why she becomes part of this new team after Shattered Grid. But if it's not that opens up a whole other spool, like, spool of questions. We're oh. like Okay, so then why is she now good, maybe? Or just, like, passive-aggressively, like, shit needs to get done, so I'm gonna join you to get it done?
1: Yeah. Looks like we're actually about a week away from GoGo11. Really? Looks like it's dropping on, uh, on the 4th.
0: Yeah, it's next Wednesday. Well, shit.
1: At least that's according to Boom's website. Then GoGo12 should be expected August 1st.
0: Okay. And then when do we get... Okay, so GoGo12 will be the last GoGo, probably, of Shattered Grid?
1: Yeah, 12 is the last GoGo of Shattered Grid. And then it takes a month off in September for the GoGo annual. And then... I don't Want single issues, um, series title, scroll all the way down to M. There we go. Let's do 2018 search. I hope
0: it's like only a week or two in between.
1: 29 comes out on the 18th. Okay. And then 30th comes out on the 15th of August. And then Two days
0: after my birthday. That's cool.
1: Yeah. Um Don't know when the finale comes out though. So, let me just
0: It'll be September obviously, right?
1: No, it comes out at the end of August. Uh, well, going by here we go shattered grid the 29th 29th yeah ninth.
0: Yeah, last wednesday in august
1: it's also the wednesday closest to the actual anniversary because august 25th is the anniversary of day of the dumpster it's saturday uh-huh and that's allegedly when ninja steel comes back interesting allegedly
0: they better go all out that's all i'm saying we got sh- we got the huge shaft with super mega force and that bullshit legendary war like i can sit here and say doctor who did it decent oh
1: wait no it aired august 28th so it's literally the day after oh okay so the 25th would be the Saturday beforehand but yeah
0: yeah we better get something good that's all I'm saying so many different shows eh, and movies and everything go crazy for anniversaries and then Power Rangers is like We're gonna half ass it and just hope you enjoy it. And it's like, we're really not gonna like it.
1: I don't know, man. Also, why the hell is the artist tribute included in this series? That's stupid. I'm looking at Go Go Power Rangers There's, like books in the series eleven, and the first ones. The the artist tribute. I'm like no no, no. But yeah, I can't pre-order it yet, so I have to probably wait till like Monday, which is fine. Um, but that's sort of ends it for us at nearly the three hour mark
0: it'll be a little short because we we talked for like seven minutes yeah before we actually started recording well also i have like emojis
1: i found i have also like a minute and a half of like dead space
0: oh yeah that i'll have to figure out yeah I think I think the conclusion for today is uh
1: don't be a dick.
0: Don't be a dick. Be excited. But if things don't end up the way you want, go back to number 1. Don't be a dick.
1: Move on. Go, "Wah, I don't like this." Go do yeah. something else. Literally, unless
0: you have constructive constri- con uh, constructive criticism. That's okay. But don't just say this shit is stupid and I hate it. Because that's not criticism, that's just you whining.
1: Yeah. We're also in an era of media that there's so much of it. Find something else. Yep. That's all. Just, you know, be excellent to each other. And, uh...
0: They turn, my friends
1: okay. <laughs> if you want to by all means yeah uh, but don't be mad at Kyle don't be mad at Margaret don't be mad at Boom don't be mad at Saban don't be mad at Hasbro they yep. there's nothing wrong with any of the things that they've done really you can yell at Bandai of America all you want though, because I don't give a fuck. They they fucked up.
0: Oh yeah. Big time.
1: But with that social we media ended. stuff you know.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm on Twitter. Right now, if John's on Twitter.
0: Yep. Twice actually.
1: Yeah. The the stuff's in the show notes.
0: I'm pointing downwards, but you can't see it. It's the same.
1: (laughs) I'm pointing down, too, and I'm like, oh, wait, this is an audio format. I forgot about that. Um,
0: So, everything's down there. Um, Yeah. We will uh, see you maybe next week, depending on things and stuff, because if GoGo11 comes out next week, we might want to talk about it. But we may not have time to, depending on the situation. And I don't know if we'll do an episode just solely based on. You know. A single issue, it. yeah. Yeah. So it depends on any news or anything else that happens that we can talk about.
1: Well, and at that point, Hasbro will have full control. So we might yep. actually start seeing stuff.
0: You know, images of new toys or like great now that we have control we can announce these four things and it's like explosion of happiness everywhere
1: another coloring book <laughs> which i already own one so yeah <laughs> we'll probably get yeah. more around comic con and at comic con Because Hasbro is going to have a big presence there. And whatever they talk about there will be elaborated on probably at Morphicon. And we'll see where to go from there. Bandai still has Ninja Steel. And whatever's left of the Legacy line. And after that, that, that's all she wrote.
0: To move on to the full Hasbro era. We can rejoice. Bring it on. And we will bring it. Next week. We'll see you guys then. See ya.